Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue? Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. Okay, for just a second, imagine this. You're out with your good friends, and all of a sudden, your partner sends you this text message. Like, how pissed would you be? Happy Friday. It's time for Forgive and Forget. Listeners reach out to us when they would like to give an apology to someone or demand an apology from somebody else. Uh, Maggie from Bel Air, good morning. Hi, good morning. So, are we going to ask for forgiveness or are we going to give an apology today? My husband owes me an apology for saying that my house was burning down when it wasn't. Oh, my God. What? Why did he say that? So, I had this friend come in to town over Memorial Day weekend. Mm. And just for some context, I have a a little girl that I had about nine months ago. And, you know, I've been kind of like in the new mom haze. I haven't really been going out with my friends. I haven't haven't really been doing much. And so, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm just going to have some time for me, my friend. And and we were going out for the night. And my husband, you know, it was actually the first time that he was with the baby alone for, you know, an extended amount of time. Mm -hmm. I told him that I'd be home around 10. He was like, when are you going to be home? You know, he's all freaking out. By the time 10 o'clock rolled around, I wasn't really paying attention to my phone. I'd been drinking a little bit more. And you know, your tolerance really changes after you have a baby. So <laughs> yeah. I, I really... I wasn't trying to get smashed, but yeah, you, know, yeah, you just, were just having fun. Yeah, exactly. And it was like at twelve fifteen, I pick up my phone. My husband had just been blasting it. He had texted me a million times, called a bunch, but the last text said, "Oh my god, the house is burning down. Help!" Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So, so what, what do you what do you do? So I tried calling him. Of course, I was totally freaked out. Like, is the baby okay? Did the dogs get out? Like, is it, like, wh- what is going on? Like, is yeah. all our stuff ruined? Is our, Like, is everyone safe? It was just really scary. And so he didn't answer. Tried calling neighbors. I just spent, like, the entire car ride just freaking out, crying. I get home. The house is there, not on fire. Totally fine. I go inside, and the baby and my husband, they're both asleep. So I woke him up. And I was like, what happened? Why did you do that? What happened? And he said, you weren't responding. And I thought that that would, like, get you to respond. Damn. That is ridiculous. Yeah. So. How'd the rest of that night go? Well, he's been sleeping in a sleeping bag in my daughter's room. Wow. So things are really bad. I mean, with with due cause. I mean, I understand. I would understand. Yeah. I can understand why you'd be pissed about this. No, I feel like that's completely out of pocket to say. Well, what is it? What was his stance on it? What is, what is he saying about this? He was like, you didn't respond. Like, I had to get your attention somehow. Like, he's just, like, standing his ground on this dumb text he sent. First off, do we we feel like he's in the wrong, right? She she is owed an apology for that, I right? think so. I, I mean, don't think it, that's something that you, like, okay, have a fit because she stayed out a little late, but don't basically dangle your newborn safety in front of your face. I think he was, like, freaked out when I wasn't responding, and I think that part of it also was probably he was just, like, tired of, like, being home alone while I was out having fun. And, and if he hadn't have sent that last text, 
I would have been the one coming home and apologizing because I did feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, let's be honest. If your partner says, I'll be home at 10 and you don't hear from them for two hours, you're probably, you have a right to be a little bit upset. Yeah, concerned, obviously. Sure. But I think what what has happened here is too far. The fact that he doesn't get it, I feel. Well, here's what we do. We actually reached out to Ian. I'm like, hey, listen, there's somebody that wants to come on. He knows it's you. I mean, I didn't confirm it, but he knows it's you. I think he's going to be mad about this, but it's just his tone changed when he realized that it was probably you that wants to do this. Let's hear his reason, and maybe we can bring this back together and figure this thing out. Yeah. Ian. Hello? Hi, good morning. Hi. (laughs) Thank you again. Thank you again for doing this, man. We appreciate it. Sure. So, like we talked about yesterday, is there... uh, Do you have an idea of who might want to bring you on this segment? I assume uh, Maggie. Yeah. That text went way too far. I'm not apologizing. Well, I... I'm sorry for staying out late, which I've said, but what you did, that's just not okay. Like, you can't just, you can't send a text like that. She, Maggie's told us the situation, and it does feel like, just from the, the, the version that we've been told, it does feel like that that text was completely out of line. Was that was it could be way more fear inducing than it was worth and seemed it seemed inappropriate. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have had to send a text if she would have just responded. You know, like I was very frustrated on my end. I didn't hear from her. I didn't know if she was alive or dead, you know, like that gave me a lot of fear. So you were scared. So your thought is to scare me back? To get your attention, and I did get your attention. But I mean, she, but to. what she, but what happened is she. It's not like she maliciously ignored you or wanted to freak you out. And I think that she admitted, and we all understand that she made a mistake in not communicating with you. We've, I feel like all of us have been in that position before. But you purposely tried to terrify her by saying that there was a fire in your home with your daughter, which I feel like is completely uncalled for. It's kind of a joke. I mean, I wouldn't just text if the house was on fire. I mean, who really believes that? It's like, not a joke. Our baby was in the house. Like, that's so scary. So you you thought when your mentality when you're sending this was like, oh, this she obviously won't believe this because it's too... It's too crazy and ridiculous. Why would I send a text and it would be on the That news? feels like a cop-out. Yeah, it does, Why actually. would you send that text? That's the question. Why would you send that just to simply get her attention, which which worked, obviously. And I guess a little bit is to make her feel like how I was feeling, like I'm being ignored. I don't know if things are good with you and if they're not. Okay, so we have to default know. we have to default a little bit back to she was over two hours beyond the time. Okay? Take, put yourself in that situation of his mindset, right? Okay, fine. Not to defend but, but, it, but a like, relationship isn't tit for tat. It's not like, well, no, yeah. well, you're doing this, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make you feel like something's happened to your daughter's safety. Like, why? Like, I don't I don't see any valid like validation or reasoning in that at all. So you don't at this point, you don't feel like you need to apologize for sending that text, even though even though it does feel like it went way too far. I, I personally don't feel like I have to apologize for anything. Okay. Would you be willing for us to take phone calls on that? Sure. Because it kind of sure. seems yeah. like, and listen, I sometimes it we look at these situations and it seems obvious to us, but then maybe you feel otherwise. Our, our phone number, if you want to hop in this conversation, 410-583-1065. Hey, Lisa from Pasadena, good morning. Good morning. Does he owe her an apology? I don't think so. And why? I 
feel like it's kind of odd. Nobody's going to text somebody, your house is on fire. He never said the house is on fire and the baby's in it. He just said, hey, the house is on fire. So that's um, an okay to she, say something? You think that that was okay and that wasn't crossing the line at all? I don't. I think she was two hours late. And how long between that text and the time she got, like, what was the time period? I just, I don't. I don't so, think it was crossing the line. Okay. All right. Listen, this is what we need. Yeah, Majority's going to rule this morning. Thank you for calling okay. us. Do you think we got this wrong? I guess. Do you think, do you think it's, uh, that the cell this is going to go today? I don't know. Uh, 410-583-1065. Olivia in Columbia. Good morning. Good morning. Does he owe her an apology? Yes. Explain this, because the last last woman said no. So now we're, now I mean, we're confused. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Mm. Okay. If I could see if... Not the fire. Not the fire. If the fire, like, that that went too far. If I could see, like, someone fell down. No, like, I'm not even going to justify his side. At this point, I was going to try to give him benefit of the doubt. No, you can't scare someone like that just because you're insecure about being alone by yourself while mom is out having fun. Like, too far. No, that's not okay. To you, it's too far. You owe an apology, yeah? Yeah. Okay, thank you. 410-583-1065. Hey, Trisha from Easton, you're going to get the uh, the final vote this morning. Does, does he owe her an apology or no? Absolutely, he, he owes her an apology. What if she would have called, like, the police and whatever? Like, do and you imagine how much trouble up. she could get in? That's true. Yeah, like, and the fact that he's being so, like, like I don't know, more than stubborn about it. Like, just apologize to your wife. I get he was scared, but, like, you don't ever ever lie about something like your baby, you know, cotton house. Being like, in danger. Right. Me. No, that's, that's how we feel too. Okay, this is what we need to hear. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Hey, Ian. Or got both of you, actually, yep. both of you on. Uh, Maggie, are you there? Sorry, it's, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Hear us? Okay, yeah, I okay. can hear you. Ian, I mean, everyone's said that you owe her an apology, or at least majority has said, so... Can you see that point of view now? Sure. I am sorry. Do you mean that? Yeah, I, I, I really, I, I, per, I personally don't like the tone, but. <laughs> I gave his apology. Like, now it needs to be, like, said in a certain way. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious if you genuinely, do you genuinely feel like you were in the wrong now? Honestly. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, no, listen, listen, it's, if that's, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But I think that you can at least understand that from the outside point of view, man, we're all kind of like, that was a crappy thing to do. I'm, I'm sorry she's upset. I'm sorry I upset her. I, I genuinely feel okay. that. I'm okay. sorry that I upset my wife. Maggie, do you... Okay. Is that okay with you, Maggie? Uh, I mean, obviously, I wish that he had just come to it on his own, but I guess we're just going to move on. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. I had to explain to my mother this weekend what marijuana was. <laughs> my mom and I were in New York for a couple of days just for the long weekend. Went to see a bunch of shows up there and just have a good time. Spend some bonding time together. And on uh, on Monday, which was Memorial Day, which is a day that, keep in mind, every kid has off school. Uh, we were in between some shows and... We go down to Washington Square Park because we get like an hour to kill, right? Very Washington- fun, very fun, lit park, if you will. Some I no, I didn't know anything about Washington Square Park. Okay, I did not realize that it was literally in Cute. the center a of party of NYU, yeah. right? So yeah. literally, college kids. It's so fun. Have the day off. Yes, they got nowhere to go. You're not going to stay inside your tiny cramped little dorm room. You're going to yeah. get out, right? Yeah. So this place is. And it was a hot kids. day. It was nice weather. So as we're sitting there, and I, I walk in, and I immediately smell marijuana. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, 
I don't know if we should stay because my mom and I have never really talked about weed before. I mean, we just never had the conversation, you know, about like, why would we? We don't talk about it. I don't know. She's, you know, she's old school. So I don't know. Yeah, but like she, like she lived through the 70s. Yeah. So I feel like. I don't, I think she lived in a bubble though. I don't think she lived through the same 70s most people did. She's like the sweetest, most innocent person ever, right? So we go and we sit down on a bench and like it is very stinky. I mean, it's, it's, and I'm like, <laughs> do I need to like point out the obvious? That there is marijuana smoke everywhere right now. Did she seem uncomfortable, or did, did we she did, seem she was, was just enjoying I, the day? I just didn't. I didn't know if I needed to bring it up. I just didn't. I didn't. It, no, nobody said anything, so I'm yeah. like, I'm just. I'm not gonna say anything. It's no big deal. And so about about two minutes after sitting on this bench, she's like, "Whew!" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Something is very smelly." Oh no! Do you smell that? Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, and like I, and still at this point, I don't know if she knows it's weed or she's just making a joke. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know like how to respond to that. So after probably another minute goes by, and she goes, "I think we should move." I don't know if there's like rotten food around here. No. Now I realize that my mother has no idea that's weed, no. and I've got two options. Do I go along with the that's rotten food story because we were kind of sitting near a trash can? I think she think, thought it was coming from the trash can. Okay. Uh, or do I say, "Mom"? That's actually marijuana that you're smelling. And then yeah. I <laughs> and then have that conversation. So I didn't have the heart to like go along with the trash story. So I'm like, mom, that's, um, that's, uh, that's, see those kids that's, that they're smoking. They're smoking. I'm pretty sure I said marijuana. They're smoking marijuana. And I felt like in that moment, she got so embarrassed. Yeah. Like she should have known what that was. Uh-huh. And then we just. Left. Moved right along. You no, left. we just moved right along. And then I feel, we sat there probably for another like two or three minutes. And it's like, do you want to go ahead and start walking to the theater? I'm like, we should probably start walking. <laughs> Let's just get going. If you could talk to your dog, would you really want to have that conversation? <laughs> Why do you think that that's not even a possibility yet at this point? Jessica, what a great lead in to today in dog news. Thank you very much for that. All right. <laughs> today in dog news. That was not pre-planned, by the way. Some may say that was a, hey, Jess, ask why we can't talk to our dogs yet. No, that, that was <laughs> actually a genuine conversation Garage Boy and I had uh, the other week, so it's fine. <laughs> why can't we talk to our dogs? Well, today in Dog News, we'll take a look at that, Jess. Okay. Because the option may be coming true very soon. Hmm. We love dogs on this show. We and Dogs, to me, are the other greatest things in the world. Kiki, my chihuahua. Hopefully she makes it to 14. Yeah, I got back to my trip yesterday. She's not doing great. Mm. My poor was not doing great. We're hanging in there, though. But I love dogs. I friggin' love dogs. And so I bring you what's happening in the dog world. Scientists think they are so close now for us to be able to communicate with animals. There's a team over in Israel that's figured out a way to use ultrasonic frequency detectors to translate the noises that bats make. Okay. To be able to talk back and forth to our pets. So basically, it started with bats. They're testing it and on bats. They think they could also bring that same technology mm-hmm. over to dogs, cats, possibly other animals that make noise. Okay. But they're saying within a year's time, we could be talking to our pets. Okay. Think about that for a second. Now, again, I love dogs. I'm just wondering if I really want to be able to talk to my dog. 
<laughs> I wonder if you could do different voices because I feel like the voice of Kiki is not the same voice of like a different dog. This is what freaks me out. Yeah. Because I don't, I just don't know that I want that kind of. I do. I want to know what she has to say. Responsibility. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. First off, I don't know what goes through her head at all times. I know. What happens if we are able to start talking to our pets mm-hmm. and like. They're like, oh, you want another bag of chips? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, you didn't have enough? <laughs> like, what happens when they're super judgmental? Or what happens... Okay, anybody oh, no. with kids can relate to this. Go to, like, your kid's most... Like, especially toddler age. Think about, like, that early childhood age where they can start talking and they just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Like, mom, 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 yeah. mom, dad. Like, he's like, dad, 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 dad. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. What? You yeah, know? like <laughs> a dog from Up. Like, seriously. Yes. That's what I imagine. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Do you really want that responsibility mm-hmm. before it becomes reality? Would you really want to be able to I talk want to, to a pet? Because that's not fair. It's not. I hate that they. That I mean, we can assume from body language, but like, what if they don't want you in their face, or what if they don't want a stranger in their face? Could you imagine? You know, consent. Yeah, dogs like, should be able if, to show consent. Yeah, like I don't want you to pick me up. <laughs> like I don't know who you are. I need somebody to call in and tell Jess this thought that she's having is absolutely insane. Mm-mm. Nobody is trying to break into your house. Mm-mm. This is not. And no. th- by the way, she really feels this way. Yeah. This is not like she's acting for the radio or something. Jess has a way of getting a little nervous about things sometimes. What happened yesterday? So there's certain things I feel like. In our life when it comes to, I don't know, the wave of technology. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, if you don't know about me, I don't like ordering online. I, I don't like, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It creeps me out. Yeah. So now in my apartment complex, they have switched all of our locks to this like automatic thing where I can't use a key anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I have to use this code that you type in okay. and you can unlock it on your phone Unlock it and lock it on your phone, right? Sounds really easy. Sounds no. like a nice nice upgrade, honestly. Sounds like a scam. <laughs> Sounds like a scam to where someone can just enter the code on the keypad and walk into my house whenever they feel like it. The people who installed it, the people who own my apartment complex, the person that sees me entering my code <laughs> behind me. Who knows? What if they gave us all the same codes? My thing is like, I don't want this. I really want to go to them and be like, I didn't want this. Because, come on, are you telling me the entire complex is like, yeah, just go ahead and put that one, two, three, four code on my door, and which isn't my code, but like, who knows? <laughs> now you just gave away your code. No, it's not my code, but like, come on, you know? And also, by the way, you're supposed to be able to lock and unlock the door with an app. Doesn't work. Shocker. So Jess, her, the literal thought that went through her head, because if, if my apartment came to me and said, hey, by the way, we're installing these new keyless Updated. entry yeah. into your home. Mm-hmm. I would be thrilled. That sounds like a, like a technological upgrade to my home. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that goes through Jess's head is they must be planning on coming into my house and robbing me when I'm not home. It can get hacked. <laughs> it can totally get hacked. And I know, obviously, if I with regular doors, there's ways to like get through. But I feel like it's so much easier hacking or guessing a code on a whim and getting into my house. Is there anybody in Maryland listening right now other than me that thinks that sounds absolutely insane? That this is some kind of weird conspiracy to have 
somebody able to enter your house a whole lot easier. Like if somebody came to your home right now and put a keyless entry with a pad on your door, it's just absolutely insane, which the answer is yes. I hate it. I'm not insane. For thinking that they must be doing this because they want to make it easier to break into my home. Good morning. Good morning. Is this Kramer? This is. Kramer, can you please tell Jess to stop talking about her period on the radio? Uh, who is this? This is Jennifer. What happened? Hi, Jess. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we're both here. What's so? Wait, what? Yeah, what's going on? You guys have that crying game that you play, mm-hmm. and then you mentioned that you had your period, and you sent your partner to go to the store to get tampons for you, and then I had to explain what a tampon was to my boys, and that did not go well in the car at all. And I what happened? No, on because for Friday, Friday, one of the stories was I was telling garage boy that I needed to get tampons after we were done oh, eating because yeah. obviously I was on my period. So I offended you because I'm talking about having a period and talking about getting tampons. Like, that's offensive to you? It's a, such a private matter and it's definitely something that everyone has to deal with, but we deal with it privately. And you're talking on the radio, so now I'm sure I'm not the only one who has a mother of boys who now want to know what the heck this is all about. Okay, and- so let me... Okay, I... I apologize if you are upset. No, 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 no. Let me know. Let me finish. I apologize if you are offended. I did not mean to offend you. However, (laughs) like you just said, you think that those things have to be handled privately. Me personally, that is a stigma that I am trying to remove. So so women don't have to feel like they're in secret. So they don't have to be made to feel like they're dirty or that it's something uncomfortable to talk about. Talking about tampons should be as comfortable as talking about picking up some toilet paper from the grocery store yeah i just i just didn't want to have to explain it to my teenage boys and it was very uncomfortable and i understand you have to deal with it but i guess i wish you just didn't talk about it on the radio so you you don't think that on this show we should talk about periods tampons um, like that's a taboo thing to you yes i just i don't know if if i mean you have to use your platform for education i guess i just was very surprised that i'd have to educate my boys about what a tampon was now i'll say this because just before we've had this conversation before that like the, even me saying the word tampon it doesn't come out naturally like i almost have to like stop myself and be like tampon or, or period you know okay. i know with you it comes out it comes out you know, you you have no problem talking about no, it. No, because I don't want to have a problem yeah. talking about it. And I don't want other women to have a problem talking about it. But then it. I hear Jess's point of view. Uh, and I'm not saying my way is right. But I'm just saying that's how I feel. And we've talked about this before. I just think the word coming out of my mouth always, I always pause a little bit before I say it. But I'm curious when people listen to the show. Yeah, like am I upsetting people? That's what I'm curious about. Like, do you think that... Well, I certainly was upset, you know. And I understand Jess has to deal with it. And I get it. But I just, it's so, such a private matter. Okay. You want to do phone calls? Sure. 410-583-1065. Like when you is... Are women allowed to talk about their period freely? And does that offend you? Hang on, hang on. Hey, Melissa from Dundalk. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Melissa has asked for the uh, the beep button to be ready, so I'm (laughs) I'm now standing by. Do your thing. So I'm sure that that lady that called in is about ready to get her feelings really hurt. She needs to get that big giant stick out of her eye. (laughs) Because, you know what, if somebody is that offended over periods, then clearly they lead a very sheltered life. Yeah. I can almost guarantee that those teenage boys know way more than she thinks. And as a woman that is in my 40s and I've had a lot of issues in my life Mm -hmm. regarding periods and infertility and adoption and all of these things are so-called 
taboo subject. Right. People need to get a life. So for you, you hear it. It does. It goes. It goes in one ear out the other. It doesn't affect you any kind of way other than like that's just a natural female production system. It, pretty much. And the fact that you guys are using your platform to discuss a lot of taboo topics. Yeah. To me, is the way that your platform should be used because mm-hmm. the only way these subjects are not going to be taboo anymore mm-hmm. is if people talk about it and get that stick out of their eyes yeah, because there, there are worse things in life than talking about periods and tampons on the radio. Oh, that's true. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later on the show. <laughs> so so keep on listening. Yeah. Who's on two? This is Tiffany and Havita Grace. Hey, Tiffany, good morning. Good morning. You say you can kind of understand at least where she's coming from because I don't, I don't want to say one-sided conversation. No, this is an open conversation because I genuinely want to know if I am being offensive because I'm trying to learn. Am I upset in this moment? Yes, but I am open to hearing so I can understand as well. I don't think that I, okay, I don't agree with her in any way. I get the grossness of a period, but we're not talking details. Like, I'm not going to my son and saying, oh, well, she buys tampons because this is what's happening. I don't agree with anything that she said as far as, like, I'm a mom of a boy. I want to educate him more on what a tampon is, but I guess her kids never follow her in the bathroom. I mean, every time I go anywhere... My kid is right there, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I get the grossness of it, but you're not talking about how heavy it was or how this happened or this happened. Like, she needs to, I agree with what the girl before said, get the stick out. Like, this is 2022. Mm -hmm. Try to tell your kid, hey, I might need you to go to the store and get me some tampons one time. Mm -hmm. And this is what they are. I just, I Uh, feel like the boy mom didn't add any kind of, like, validity to the conversation. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 Thank you and so much. If oh. she thinks that's the worst of her problems, explaining to them what a tampon is, I need to know where they live and where they go to school. Because <laughs> these kids know more about everything. I know. Than, um, and we know. think they do. So, that's for sure. Yeah. Good luck, Thank Thanks you. for calling. And listen, mm-hmm. I don't want this to be a one-sided conversation by any means. You know, yeah. there's some radio shows that only put on callers that agree with their point. I'm trying to go through and like just find people. Just even as I'm going through text, I would say 99% of people agree with you that it's completely fine and it should be normal. It but some be a thing. don't. One text says, "Stop arguing about tampons and periods. I don't want to hear it. Like I don't want to hear people talking about this." So obviously, people don't. People are yeah. offended by it, but I. Don't want to stop talking about it, honestly. Hey, Kara from Hanover. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Does period offend you when you hear it on the radio? Absolutely not. I'm offended that she's offended. I think that that is what's wrong with the world that we live in today is trying to hide so many things that are of importance from our children. Mm -hmm. Teenage boys, come on, man. She's going to end up with those boys getting girls pregnant because they didn't even know what a tampon was. (laughs) (laughs) They're not quite sure how that all works. This is just simple biology class, and I appreciate Jess for trying to destigmatize things like that. Like, yeah, I mean, for how many years do we have to hide and be embarrassed from buying these things even if i go to a cashier that's a teenage boy i low-key feel embarrassed about it and i shouldn't yeah i didn't feel that way and i appreciate just for casually having this conversation there's way worse things that i hear discussed on the radio and television every single day hey thanks for listening make sure you subscribe to get the show daily and if you think we've earned it give us five stars hear kramer and jess live every morning on mix 1065 baltimore and check out the kramer and jess uncensored podcast at kramerandjess.com